The opinions and viewpoints expressed in .NET Rocks are not necessarily those of its sponsors or of Microsoft Corporation, its partners, or employees. .NET Rocks is a production of Franklin's Net, which is solely responsible for its content. Franklin's Net, training developers to work smarter. Hey, Rockheads, stop greasing up your snowblower and listen up. It's time for another stellar episode of .NET Rocks, the internet audio talk show for .NET developers with Carl Franklin and Richard Campbell. This is Lawrence Ryan, announcing show number 528 with guests Dave Mendelin and Sam Keith, recorded live Tuesday, February 23, 2010. .NET Rocks is brought to you by Franklin's Net, training developers to work smarter, and now offering SharePoint 2007 video training with Sahil Malik on DVD, DNR TV style. Order your copy now at www.franklins.net. Support is also provided by Telerik, combining the best in Windows forms and ASP.NET controls with first-class customer service. Online at www.telerik.com. And by Grape City Data Dynamics, makers of ActiveReports.net. Simple, powerful, and cost-effective reporting for Windows Forms and ASP.NET Web Applications. Online at www.datadynamics.com. And now, the man who says, if blues guitar were an Olympic sport, he'd be in Vancouver right now. Carl Franklin! Gotta get enough points to finally land me a place in the Thank you very much. Welcome back to Dine Rocks. Carl and Richard here in our post-Olympics show. Yes, sir. <laughs> Another post-Olympics show. <laughs> uh, wait a minute. Aren't they still going on this week? Yeah, actually, they are still going on till the end, till the weekend. Sunday's the last day. I haven't been paying attention. I got to admit, I've I've been up to my ears in monkeys. Right. Well, once once the U.S. beat Canada in hockey, why would you care, dude? You know. You've got a real chip on your shoulder about this Canada-U.S. thing, man. We, I, I we actually, actually got complaints from, from a listener. Uh, they can get over it. I know I have. Yeah, I know. It's the superiority complex that you Never guys have. Never mind. <laughs> hey, we're doing all right. You yeah, know, you man. are. And I, I, I was literally crying when, when your downhill skier won the first gold. That was pretty awesome. Yeah. That yeah. Was something. It was good. All right. So let's jump into Better Know Framework. <laughs> Alrighty. All right. So uh, I'm, I've been talking about obsolete types in .NET 4. thought I'd go through some of them by DLL. And these are uh, up on MSDN on the developer network uh, documentation too. So obsolete types. These are obsolete or deprecated types. That's right. So system.web has a few. Oh, yeah. System.web.configuration.passport.authentication is obsolete. The Passport authentication product is no longer supported and has been superseded by Live ID. 
There you go. So system web security, passport, authentication, event args, event handler, module, all of that stuff. The web security passport identity, the passport principle, gone. Uh, System.web.ui.objectConverter is no longer supported. The hmm. recommended alternative is System.convert and string format. You got SystemWeb.mail.smtpmail, which is now, uh, well, anybody who's using SMTP is going to use System.net.mail.smtpclient. Cool. And System.web.mail.mail format is uh, the alternative is mail message dot is body html so there's a few other ones mail priority mail encoding mail attachment mail message not using those anymore use system dot net dot mail for those so richard who's yakking at us uh, I got a, a sort of makeup email that I've been uh, meaning to read for a while here it is from our friend bill wagner bill Greetings, .NET rockers. Thanks again for the plug about CodeMesh that you and Ron Jacobs discussed in the opening of show 523. Everyone in our region is proud of how this conference has grown. However, I do have to ask that you redirect the kudos you gave. I have a very limited role in helping with CodeMesh. Jim Holmes is the board president. We had spoke to Jim Holmes at that famous show 476 is Software Development Too Complex. That's right. And he deserves a healthy dose of gratitude. The other board members, Brian Prince and Jason Gilmore, do incredible amounts of work to make CodeMash happen. I'll miss a lot of people who do more than I do to put on CodeMash, and Jim's Holmes has written a great blog post that lists everyone involved, and you can see it at shrinkster.com slash 1CQE. So that's 1 Charlie Quebec Echo. Yeah. And this, of course, points to Jim Holmes's blog, which is called Frazzled Dad, which is a great blog name. And <laughs> what I really name. like about this blog post, and I really recommend you read this blog post, is that he actually gives you a sense of just how many people it takes to pull off a great code camp slash, you know, local regional conference. It's yep. a lot of folks that do this. It's not and, easy. And it, we did a disservice in some ways of just calling out a name because there's so many people involved. And Indeed. Jim is always very self-deprecating about being a leader in a lot of this. But I know that these folks also have a ton of respect for Jim and putting on that great show. Awesome. And very, uh, Bill wraps up with, once again, thanks for the plug on Code Mash, And I hope both of you will make the trip next year. Yes, definitely. You bet. January in Ohio. Absolutely. And with any luck, we'll have another bottle of Maker's Mark handy. Or two. Or two. <laughs> but I recommend we we pass out the Maker's Mark after the panel this yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> Strangest things happen at Code Camps. In, my goodness. Indeed. Our guests today are Dave Menlin and Sam Gazit from Microsoft. And uh, we're here to talk launch. Launch, launch, launch. It's coming, finally. We are excited. So we're really launching, right? We are really launching. You said that, Richard, with a little bit of spite in your voice. <sighs> well, you know, for all of us that do organizing of things like shows and conferences, and we, because originally, I think, what was the date originally, Dave? It was March 22nd? Maybe, maybe we've got to just explain. So what happened? March 22nd. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so what happened is uh in the uh at the end of last year, uh after the beta came out, um uh, we got lots and lots of feedback. Um and the feedback came on two on two levels. 
lots and lots of people saying, we love it, it's awesome, it's fantastic, and, and then a whole collection of feedback that said, but we're finding performance challenges um, here, here, and here. And so we wanted, we wanted the, the feedback from our customers to be all positive, uh, as positive as we could possibly make it. And so all that performance feedback, we internalized and said, look, um, we can take a slip here. And if we, if we slip the product a little bit, if we delay it just a little bit, we can, we think we can solve, uh, most of these uh, performance problems and really get a, a, a rocking fast, uh, version of Visual Studio. Dave, was the performance about Studio itself or was it about um, any of the tools within Studio, or was it just general? Well, it was it was a collection of things, um, and, uh, and 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 actually, one of the places that we found um, specific challenges is in in kind of lower end machines. That's where we started to see um, some challenges, and so we worked on uh, things like um, we worked on things like uh, startup. We worked on uh, the some of the um, designers and the performance of the designers. And we kind of found it in a bunch of places. We basically had to interrogate all the data that the customers were sending back to us, uh, those Watson uh, reports and other things. And from that, we're able to, to find um, the places where the product was kind of most in need of, of work. And, and uh, we've been executing like crazy on, on that, set of, uh, that set of fixes. And then we shipped a release candidate. And the release candidate, um, which if you haven't seen it, you should go get it, um, so much better in terms of performance and the feedback's been just so great from our customers on, uh, on, uh, how much, how much better it is from a performance perspective. They, you know, the feature set was right, um, but the performance is where we were, we were working and, and we feel like we've got the right answer now with the, or see the feedback that we've gotten has been overwhelmingly positive, thankfully. So yeah, you originally did, weren't going to do a release candidate. You were going beta two to launch, right? Yeah, yeah. Our our plan was we were going to do beta two and go right to March twenty second launch, but we pushed the the launch date out to April twelfth, and that gave us enough time to to build and ship a release candidate. Make sure we had plenty of feedback to fix anything that we got out of the release candidate. And we, in fact, we are making a few a few minor changes, but actually relatively a few. Um, and then on, and then on to uh, launch. One of my one of my favorite uh, performance stories, by the way, just to, to jump in. If you try the uh, add reference dialog, that thing is super fast now, and it's been it's been slow forever. So we yeah. uh, we definitely knocked that one out of the park. Yeah, yeah, that has been a big one. Um, the um, launch now is going to be a joint venture between Microsoft and Dev Connections. Is that how it's being? How's that well, being gonna, put out there? I'm going to let Sam talk about the the launch in the U.S. There's there we're we're, we're launching around the world on April 12th. It's kind right. of a it's, Kind of a throwback to developer days from years past, where we'd launch all over the world. The same kind yeah. of idea. Um, we'll have uh, five major cities that will do big launch events. There's one in Beijing. There's one in Kuala Lumpur. Uh, there's one in the UK. Uh, one in India, and then there's one in the US. Uh, and in the US, um, that's where we're partnering up with Dev Connections. Probably Sam should spend a little time talking about that. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So uh, we are doing something that's that's I think unique and innovative this time around. Uh, it is it is it is sort of a throwback to Dev Days, and uh, we're kind of going back to our roots a little bit and saying, look, Microsoft's a global company. You know, we we love developers around the world, and uh, you know, traditionally we do something kind of big and glossy in the U.S., and then we roll it out over weeks and months after in the rest of the world. And you know, this time we said, let's let's do something global. Let's do it on on a big scale. Let's go talk to a whole bunch of developers in. Uh, in a very short amount of time. And so, as Dave mentioned, we're doing sort of these uh, five global launch events with, um, with one of them being, uh, being DevConnections, uh, partnering with DevConnections in, in Las Vegas. Uh, 
really excited to be working with those guys, and uh, we'll have a, a great launch day planned on day one. Uh, we've got Bob Muglia lined up uh, to give the keynote. I mean, it's going to be uh, incredibly exciting. I'm, uh, I can't wait. I'm counting down the days, the hours, the minutes, the seconds. It's going to be, it's going to be uh, fantastic. Yeah, I can't wait either. Sam's actually been the guy planning this launch, and he's been working on it for over a year. So wow. you know, you can imagine, and he's he's going to be one of the guys on stage demoing. So uh, he, you know, he's he's doubly or triply excited about this. That's right. Specifically, I get to leave my office for you know maybe the third time in, in the last year. <laughs> and it's going to be at the Bellagio in beautiful downtown Las Vegas. The Bellagio. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm you know I guess the it's going to be awesome to be in Vegas. So that uh, you know we we have yeah. a, a great show, great launch, and then uh, and then you're in Vegas, and then you're in it's Vegas. Perfect. And so. Uh, Bob Mugley is our, our keynote on the, the studio side. We've also got Scott Guthrie for ASP.net and Silverlight. Yeah, Scott has signed up to do a uh, Silverlight keynote on uh, on day two of, of Dev Connections. So that's uh, exciting as well. It's always great to have Scott on stage. And Quentin Clark, who's a guy I've had a chance to interview a couple of times on the SQL Server side as well. Because this is really a three-in-one conference, right? Studio, ASP.net, and SQL Server. Yep, exactly. You've got VS Connections, ASP.net Connections, and... SQL Server Magazine connections, uh, all sort of co-located, and uh, you know, really excited to have have day one as uh, as the VS launch, and have a whole bunch of people uh, in attendance to go watch watch Bob uh, deliver our keynote, and we've got some great breakout sessions planned, some great labs. I mean, we're uh, we're rolling. It's gonna maybe be some good music there too. I mean, I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> you were practicing late last night, weren't you, Mr. Franklin? Oh, yes, yes, I was. I'm rehearsing the band pretty hard these days. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, we got. We, uh, there's a bunch of parties planned, and I know at least one of them was going to have Mr. Franklin playing. What's the band? The band's name is Solvo, S-O-L-V-O, which is Latin for to free or unbind or Very untie. Nice. Ooh, that's nice. Well, and I've met those uh, those guys. You've got a really talented bunch playing there. I'm looking forward to seeing them in action. We're going to lay down the funk. <laughs> that's the P-funk nice. in this box right there. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about we, we don't get that many launches. It's every few years, right? 2008, 2005, 2003. Yeah, that's about right. We don't get that many chances to really go nuts. About every two or three years, we do a product launch, depending on the size of the release and the you know uh, how much time we have for the schedule. In this case, this is probably the biggest release we've done in a long, long time. This is yeah, this is a significant yeah. release. Well, for me, it's, you know, 2.0 seemed to be the anchor release of, of the framework along with Studio 2005. That seemed to be the one that really worked solid. But yeah. 4.0 is the first time we've done major changes to the CLR since. That's just what I was going to say. Yeah, this yeah. is major all the way down. Yeah. It also yep. feels like a new beginning, too, because this move to parallelism is a big deal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess I, what I'd say is uh, this this is this is a a big release on a bunch of dimensions. Obviously, the framework you you already called out the framework. This this is the framework 4.0, and it's got incredible amount of innovation. And, and frankly, built on a rock solid platform. You yep. know, we're we're not while we're while we're making changes, we're we're doing it in a thoughtful way. So there isn't this this risk of um, kind of un- destabilizing um, from a from a tooling perspective. You know, this is a release, uh, the biggest release from on the ALM side, the application lifecycle management side. Um, that we've had in a long time, um, you know. This is this is um, what used to be called Visual Studio Team System. All those right. features are are now you know 
integrated into uh, a new SKU, a SKU lineup. Obviously, we have the Pro, Premium, and Ultimate versions of Visual Studio, so we've simplified the purchase process for customers. Uh, we've changed the brand, the logo, for the first time since the introduction of Visual Studio. Uh, we have a new uh, a new framework, new tools on the ALM side, a whole bunch of new tools on the Pro side as well. Of course, the you know SharePoint features, the productivity features. We have a new IDE oh. that we built in WPF that enables you to build. Hot. Yeah, that enables you to do things like multi-monitor support. Multi-monitor support. Yeah. So there's just a tremendous amount of value in this one. We feel great about this release. Yeah, suddenly, you know, it used to be that Office was the product that led us in UI. But it looks like the studio team has beaten everybody to the WPF punch this time. Yeah, that that's right. You guys are first. And so, you know, you want a reference app for WPF, it's suddenly it's studio. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's a it's a big flagship app to uh, to take a bet on WPF, and we feel really good about uh, sort of the the improvements in visualization, being able to zoom in and out on your code and overlay editor adornments. We've sort of made it easy to extend the editor. I mean, we've done a lot of stuff to really enable you to to uh, kind of focus on your code and and uh, the fundamental sort of editing and and uh, and uh, and writing experience. I was very happily surprised to find out that the the program that I use for nonlinear video editing is uh, uh, Sony Vegas, and that's a WPF app. Yeah, we've been working with a number of ISVs like like uh, Vegas Video uh, to get more and more applications built in WPF, and uh, thankfully, you know, we're getting more and more of these companies that are taking the bet. And you can definitely tell the difference between uh, Sony Vegas and, say, you know, another one that, that is using standard GDI uh, graphics. Uh, it's just like night and day. It's so fast. <laughs> it's just it's ridiculous. And this is really about the fact that WPF intrinsically works with the, the video card's GPU. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like a video game. Yeah. And the other thing about, obviously, about WPF is it enables you to do some interesting things uh, in terms of, you know, visualizations that probably wouldn't, would be hard or, uh, or near impossible to do with other, you know, with other platforms and technology. So yeah. you kind of get a lot of that stuff for free. Yeah, we just take that for granted. But it, yeah. it's been a long time coming. I mean, WPF shipped a while ago, and it, and really seeing the leadership apps come along for it, it, to me, it's almost like a relief that this is really taking hold. Well, I guess we've got the split now because Silverlight 4 is coming out too. It's not necessarily bundled with uh, Studio 2010, but it's in around the same time frame, right? That's right. It's around, it's around the same time frame. Um, you know, obviously, we, we demonstrated it at uh, the PDC in the fall. Uh, there'll be more to see and do at the at Mix coming up here, and um, and so we're excited about you know the Silver, Silverlight Four is is awesome because not only can you do what we've done traditionally with Silverlight, but it's becoming more and more of a great LOB a set of uh, platform technologies as well. So both inside the browser and outside the browser, it's starting right. to uh, blur the lines between what, what you can do with WPF and now what you can do with Silverlight. Full trust out of browser support. Yeah, basically right. you can deliver, like you said, line of business apps. You can deliver those. Yeah, we've Much got some easier. great new great new controls to help you do that. Yeah, and it, and it sort of blurs the line between what should be WPF, what should be Silverlight, and but it, then it suddenly comes clear to me. I think at no point would I want to run Visual Studio over the web. Yeah, I don't think Studio ever needs to be a Silverlight app. I think it'd be it's okay for it to be a WPF app. <laughs> Taking notes, Dave. <laughs> yeah, I got it. <laughs> That's just fine. I think I'm okay with that. I'm almost feeling like the term web developers is virtually obsolete. Is there any application today that isn't at least a little bit internet savvy? 
Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, whether, you know, our Microsoft technologies and, and third-party technologies, everybody's got at least some connection back to the web. So I think that's, you know, that, that idea of a web application, I think that just, I think that is just an application these days. Yeah, it's all apps now. Yeah. And Silverlight's certainly part of making that line blurry that it, you know, it's, in a lot of ways, it's like a smart client technology it just happens to run via the browser. Right. Although even that is disappearing as well now with Silverlight 4. Yep, that's right. So it's a, a very blurred line, but just lots of choices there. This portion of .NET Rocks is brought to you by our good friends at Telerik, who bring you the Web UI Test Studio for Silverlight UI testing. If you've already started developing with Silverlight, you'll soon need a solid testing tool for Silverlight UI. Unfortunately, there's no good way to simulate the actual behavior of end users unless you spend days and weeks doing manual testing. But things have changed. The guys at Telerik just introduced the first point-and-click UI testing tool for Silverlight. Web UI Test Studio. Check it out. You can quickly record tests with the cross-browser recorder and enrich them with code if you have more complex scenarios. On top of that, it supports standard controls and Telerik controls. You can verify not only Silverlight, but also complex AJAX applications. And the best part... Web UI Test Studio lives in Visual Studio, so you don't have to leave your favorite development environment. Check it out at Telerik.com slash web-testing-tools. And hey, don't forget to thank Telerik for supporting .NET Rocks on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash Telerik. Guys, uh, I was thinking about, yeah, you know, you Dave, you mentioned Dev Days way back in the past. We've done a lot yeah. of launches in one form or another. Yeah. The, uh, the model keeps shifting. Are you... Are these five cities you're doing? Are they somehow linked together? Are they simulcast in any way? No, they're they're not linked in terms of you know technically linked, but uh, they are linked in that they are uh, a couple of things. One, the content is all identical from uh, city to city, right. um, and will roll you know as the as the sun comes up, we'll chase the sun and 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 follow that content. They'll be streamed in each of these geographies. So you if you're you know if you're in uh, India or if you're in you know and one of the other locations. You can watch live from that location, uh, and of course, we'll do the same. Uh, we'll, you know, we'll do interesting things in terms of uh, on-demand uh, video watching for the U.S. as well. So, um, absolutely, the, you know, there is a connection, but the connection is is not uh, across cities. Uh, you know, interestingly, we've in the past we've done uh, events where you know, Dev Days is an example where we had um, cities connected, but there wasn't much. It wasn't super interesting to, you know, we could make phone calls and, and see what's going on in another geography, but right. um, there wasn't a great reason to have the cities uh, connected in that way. So um, we explored it for this version, uh, for this launch, but we, we came to the same conclusion, which was there wasn't a, a compelling reason to, uh, if you don't speak, you know, the native tongue in another in another uh, geography, while it might be interesting to see what's going on there, um it would be difficult to, to, you know, understand what's going on in the breakouts, for example. And it's tough to, when you try and do simulcasts, you end up in the middle of the night on the other side of the world. It's kind that's of right. hard on them. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but it's, it's actually interesting because we're doing sort of calendar day on 412. Uh, right. You'll see some of the uh, the sort of uh, events on the other side of the world come online before before the U.S., which is uh, definitely different than, than what we've done in the past. Yeah, because Vegas is effectively the last time zone. Yep. In the yep, stack, exactly right. So, what kind of promotions are you guys doing for for the launch? You know, what what, what kinds of things can we? Are there any contests or things like that, or things we can walk away with that you can, you know, hint at maybe? 
Yeah, well, we're, we've got some uh, things that, that we're cooking up. Uh, we'd love to get uh, some of your listeners uh, to, to come show up and register, and um, maybe we can uh, uh, we can uh, put together a contest where uh, they can come and and uh, what do you guys think? What would be a, what would be a cool way to uh, to uh, get folks excited? Uh, Just have everybody send money. <laughs> well, I know there's a promotion code for for this event with with .NET Rock, so we should we should land that with people so they they, they can get a discount to come to the event. Right. Yes. So if you go to the Dev Connections website to register for launch, on the registration page, all the way at the bottom, there is a thing called promotion code, and that promotion code, the one you want to enter is DNR for .NET Rocks, and that will give you a small discount on your uh, your purchase of uh, attending the conference. Now, there's also an early bird, which is cumulative. That's $100 off if you register before March 8th. So if you're, hopefully you're listening to this right after we publish and you have time to take advantage of that discount, but also enter the DNR code. But I, I've been talking to you guys about this for a while. You know, most folks that come to Dev Connections, their bosses pay for this. Right. So... You know, the sort of traditional will, will uh, you know, send you for free. That's one thing. But if you really want to benefit the guy attending, you got to do something for them there. That's right. Let's do something nice for the guy on site. Right. So what, what are we cooking up there? So if we mm. put all the folks that use the DNR code in a pool, we'll yeah. draw one winner out of that. And uh, I think we should interview him on the show. You know, we always do a show at Dev Connections. Yeah, and uh, we'll oh, get a, get a chance to cool. talk to that person plus lots of other folks at the conference. Maybe we'll buy you a drink, take you out to dinner. Awesome, How's dinner and a show. Out to dinner, buy you a drink, make you famous. Yeah. That seems I've, like a pretty good deal. Private, <laughs> private uh, concert, huh? Isn't the, doesn't the Bellagio host the O show? I think they do. I think Cirque they do. Slay yeah. O. Well, then I think we ought to get them tickets to to O. Absolutely. Hey, well, it's only fair. I want to go too. Can we go? Yeah. <laughs> Can we go with the winner? I think that's great. We're spending your I'm money, Dave. Twenty-seven times. <laughs> there you go. So for one lucky winner that con- that uses that DNR code, uh, dinner with uh, with Carl and Richard, and uh, out to the O show at the Bellagio, and you'll be on our our Dev Connections episode, and we'll get you drunk. Guaranteed. Wow. <laughs> I, I'll I'll take that right now. <laughs> you are going to be regretting those words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, might be consequences. <laughs> so there's our offer for folks that are there. Use the DNR code when you register for Dev Connections the launch uh, event. Our, those launch events have historically been absolutely fantastic, uh, and I think as I look back on the history of launch events, um, we have done some zany things. Um, I look back and think about um, our first, uh, the first launch I ever. Uh, managed was the .NET launch, and there um, we put together this great uh, idea for uh, the Iron Developer. I don't know if you guys remember right. the Iron Developer, oh, yes. but at, at the time, the Iron Chef was just getting hot. And, <laughs> the original uh, and, Iron Chef, not the yeah, American the, I, one. That's right, the original yeah. Iron Chef. And so I had this idea that we could get these, you know, get a couple of uh, of our friend goofballs. And I think it was, if I remember, it was Huckabee, and it might have been John Rauschenberger John from Clarity. Yeah. Right. Uh, and the two of those guys were going to, you know, compete head to head at cooking off an application with a Visual Studio. Yeah. And then the other thing that we did on that on that launch is we had 
um, kids, we had, uh, we, I think they were high school kids that, 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 you know, got up on stage and how they had built a set of applications in, in .NET. And of course we had Bill there and, you know, we had him wearing some funky hat, but, uh, you know, always, always thinking about fun and exciting things that we can do at our launches. And that's a great example of uh, the kind of fun that we have at our, our Visual Studio launch. How about that thing that they did with Bill, uh, and sort of a VH1 behind the music style? sort of an interview, a video interview where he talked about his inspiration and he talked about how he saw the internet coming and all these great things. Oh yeah. We, those funny, yeah, we've done a a number of those funny videos for, uh, for Bill and Steve, uh, over the years. And, uh, uh, and some, some funnier than others, honestly, uh, I've been looking back at some of the older quote, funny videos and we, some of them skipped the funny. Uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but you should note, though, that those aren't publicly out there. You can only see them by going to the launch. Yeah, obviously, when when, when we do those kinds of videos, they tend to be at uh, at, at Microsoft events. They t- and, and they tend to be shown once and, and only once. So those are the oh, yeah. kinds of things that held um, pretty close. Yeah, we do we do hold those pretty close. But uh, yeah, so another great reason, you know, you want to come and you want to see whatever whatever uh, interesting things that are going to happen at that event. You want to be there and you want to see them. And uh, we're always cooking up something fun and funny for uh, for our various events. There's always things that happen at the event that don't happen anywhere else. I've heard some craziness about this thing, uh, Geek Fest. What's what's that thing all about? Yeah, Geek Fest. Uh, I'm staring at my Geek Fest duck right now. As a matter of fact, <laughs> uh, so Geek Fest is this was this crazy idea uh, cooked up by um, Dee Dee Walsh and uh, Marty Brecky years ago, years and years ago, and they just said, "Hey, look, let's throw a party." Um, and it was uh, cheap beer, lousy pizza, uh, and let's just you know let's <laughs> let's just let's just go have some fun with our customers and and and. Uh, and so that's what we did. You know, we we got a bunch of, you know, Domino's pizza and some, you know, the, the cheapest beer we could find. Man, and, if I was a geek, I'd be insulted by Domino's pizza, man. What is this? <laughs> geeks have no taste in food. You know? Yeah, no. And so, and, and that's how it all, you know, years and years ago, it all started that way. And, and we, we would just, you know, hand out invitations to to this little, you know, party that was low production, you know, kind of off in the corner. Right. And people, you know, felt like special because they got this invitation to go to this, this Geek Fest party. And then what we did is we brought a bunch of, you know, frankly, old software that no one that we couldn't get rid of if we wanted to in our <laughs> storeroom. Uh, you know, and imagine things like you know old copies of Microsoft Bob, you know, and you know, <laughs> you know Microsoft Assembler and all that kind of stuff it was all just kind of you know collecting dust in our awesome. storeroom. So we brought it, and 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 Marty and Dee Dee uh, were fabulous, and they said, hey, you know, what will you do for uh, to to earn the right to get this copy of Microsoft Assembler? And people would do crazy, you know, crazy zany things to get this software. And uh, and that's how Geekfest was born, and and we've been trying to keep it alive over all these years, and uh, and we've kind of re- you know reborn it uh, over the course of the last couple of years, and I believe there's a Geekfest planned at the at the launch event. So you basically get them to do stupid geek tricks for for old software. Awesome. <laughs> Two words yeah. for you. It doesn't YouTube. sound compelling when you say it that way. No, yeah. no, 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 YouTube. no. YouTube. <laughs> but people are collectors for everything now. I I would I know there's somebody out there who would kill for a pristine box of Microsoft Bob. Yeah, there's <laughs> there, there there's always a commemorative T-shirt, of course, with some crazy design on it. So you know we're always trying to you know outdo ourselves on that front too. Yeah, I think there's a whole raft of evening events going on at, at the launch this year that are going to be nutty. Yeah, just to 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 keep people people have. 
there's a lot of pent up uh, energy and a lot of uh, geeks with a lot of creativity, both from Microsoft and not. Uh, and I'm just looking forward to hearing the crazy stories. And, and I've got money set aside for bail for my guys. <laughs> <laughs> now I've I've written that in stone, Dave. <laughs> yeah, we'll remember. That is we documented. Will remember. Yeah. And if you win, if you win, uh, you know, the, our our little uh, DNR lottery, you know, you could have your own story and uh, and, and share it here on the show. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Tell us how we had to bail you out of jail. <laughs> well, you know, Carl and I are up to some stuff at launch as well. I mean, yeah, you guys are doing a tour, right? We are. Yeah, I kind of am stunned that we're doing this again. Five years ago for the 2005 launch, Carl and I hopped in an RV. We were new partners then. I don't know if you yeah, remember, Carl. That's right. We, I hit my 50th. You know, the running gag with Don and Rox has been that ho- co-hosts only last 50 shows. Uh, Mark Dunn did 50 shows, <laughs> and Rory Blythe did 50 shows. Right. So before my 50th show, I was convinced by my friend Carl Franklin to hop in an RV and drive across the United States. <laughs> what was I thinking? Yeah, 20 <laughs> cities in 30 days. From We went down the eastern seaboard all the way across the south. We discovered that Texas is really big. Yeah. It was so <laughs> low-tech, though. You know, we'd drive this little RV. Well, it wasn't little, but it wasn't a big rock star bus. You know, it was an RV. Yeah, right. We were like camping, you know, we pull into the parking lot of these Microsoft offices with logos slathered all over the RV and, you know, it was fun. And then awesome. we'd, we'd, we'd do a couple of talks and we'd invite people back to the RV to have a beer afterwards. That's fantastic. So I think we're going to do it again, but we're going to go the other way. We're going west to east this time. Well, well uh, good luck getting across the uh, east the east coast. Hopefully, you don't get with another uh, snowstorm. Yeah, well, I'm yeah. hoping by by the time it's in the late April, the uh, snow will have subsided. Well, you, you don't you don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's part of the uh, part of the excitement because we are trying to hit a few different cities than we did in 2005. Right. For yeah. example, Chicago. We totally missed Chicago last. Oh, time. how do you miss Chicago? Yeah. So it's a long way north, and there, yeah. there's not a lot of other cities around it. Remember, we have to actually drive from city <laughs> yeah. to city. Yeah, you, you can't fake this. You did, did the did the RV hold up the entire time, or did you oh, have yeah. any? Okay, we almost threw the drivers under the bus. Yeah, that, that's a different issue. <laughs> that was a different entry. <laughs> well, and, oh, you and guys that, were driving. I thought so. No, you guys, all right. You, so you, this is the greatest story, and people don't okay. know this, and I won't. I won't name names, but. I have a friend uh, here in New London who works for a company on the floor, and he's sort of one of these, uh, you know, geeks, very antisocial, but to the point of being a little neurotic. So I told him that I was going on the the, uh, trip. He goes, I want to drive the bus. He's Italian. (laughs) And I said, you? He goes, yeah, my therapist thinks it'll be good for me. Awesome. So, That's fantastic. So I'm like, are you serious? Because, you know, this is like a big step for you, you know? And he goes, yeah, I want to do it. So fine. So he gets into an argument with another guy who's who's an engineer on the show. And, they're, and, and he's driving through the – what was the mountain range we were – I, I don't remember, but it was, the, it was ma- the bottom end of the Rockies as we're coming into San Diego. That's what it was. And if you've ever driven that road – these cliffs go straight down and the roads wind through these mountain passes and it's freaking scary. Now this guy's doing like 75. Because <laughs> that's the speed limit of the RV. It won't go any faster. he's pissed at the engineer about some <laughs> stupid thing and Richard goes, hey, Carl, you better go talk to uh, you know the driver. I won't use his name. So I go up there <clears throat> and I'm sitting in the passenger seat and I'm we're in, bombing around these curves. <laughs> and I look out and I said, 
dude, those cliffs are pretty steep. He looks over, looks back. He says, looks tempting. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow. Believe me, doing the shows is the easy part of the trip. (laughs) Yes. But we're going to change up the formula a little bit. Last time we we did a Carl and I did a three hour show ourselves. We're still going to do our own show. We want to show off features in Studio Twenty Ten. Uh, Carl's all over the parallelism elements. He's really excited about that. I want to show some of the web features. So uh, you know we're working on our demos for that part of thing. But we're going to add something new to the equation. We're going to open each show with a rock star from Studio. Oh, studio sweet. past, present, even future. A .NET rock star, some past, some present. And it's basically going to be a surprise. Each venue, each site that we go to, and we're planning at least 15 of them, is going to have a different guest star. And we're going to open each show with that. That will be the .NET Rocks episode we record for that venue. So we're recording a show at every stop. Now, I... Haven't got everybody locked down yet, so I can't commit folks to it. But one of the people we've we've discussed this with who seems to be very interested is Mr. Guthrie himself. Wow. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. But I'm also trying to get Anders Halsberg, Don Box, Chris Sells. I mean, all the folks that we know and love from you know the years of com and .NET and, and studio so that we can i'm really looking to try and get as much a retrospective of how yep. we got here as what's coming up next and those Absolutely. are the guys to ask of course you know they they have all they know where all the bodies are buried but they also have been <laughs> uh, they also know uh kind of kind of where we're headed and so if yeah. you can get it out of them you know go for it shoot see if you can see if you can wedge unwedge the thinking for the next version the version after but we're not telling who's going to be where, so nope. you just have to. So it's a show surprise up. in every city. That's surprise right. in every. So city. this software legend shows up with like thirty pounds of pizza and uh, and you know cheap beer and uh, and away you go, huh? Yeah, it's going to be like Emerald. <laughs> Bam! Bam! Oh, that's fantastic! You never know who's going to walk out that door, and that's going to be the opening for each show, and then we're off to the next city the next day. I'm working hard on trying to do some code camps as part of the tour as well. So few of our dates land on Friday, so we're trying to see if we can make a Friday-Saturday pairing out of them to put move more content together and to bring in some more folks from Microsoft to do as much as we can to help people understand what's coming in 2010. It's a big release, and the code camps are a great way to get yourself up to speed on how to use the product in the right way. Well, it's such a cost-effective way to learn a lot in a you short bet. amount of time. Yeah, those things, those things are great. Yeah, we've had, we've had the good fortune to be invited to a lot of different code camps and be able to, to meet tons of folks that are working hard on different technologies. And it's really that buffet mentality that you get an hour sampling of all these different technologies to help you focus on what's going to help you the most. Yeah, it's sweet. I, uh, I remember I did a, um, uh, a tech fest down in Houston, and uh, it, it was fantastic. I mean, it was like, on the cheap, but a whole bunch of great content, a whole bunch of great speakers. Uh, I remember that we we ran out of coffee at some point, and oh. uh, I was I was given a presentation. I had to apologize for you know lack of coffee. And I kind of <laughs> threw threw the organizers under the bus a little bit. But, that could uh, get dangerous. Yeah, careful <laughs> with that. There was some there was some angry people in the back. That's when you yeah, that's when you need an emergency backup case of Mountain Dew. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Always Just bring start that tossing with you. them to the animals. That's exactly right. Oh, that's cool. Well, guys, awesome. I think we're running low on time. Any final call-outs, things we've missed about what's coming for launch? Sam, do you want to 
Yeah, yeah, I think we've got a lot of excitement uh, packed into to a whole bunch of different regions around the world. Uh, we've got uh, we've got these five main events. We've got about a hundred other regional events that are happening in the uh, around around on around four twelve, and um, you know we've got a whole bunch of uh, great stuff planned for uh, for Las Vegas at Dev Connections. So now is certainly a time to uh, to go get get signed up and registered, and uh, you know hope to see you there. Yeah, register before March 8th and save yourself $100. Enter the DNR code when you register and save yourself some more money and be entered into our impromptu contest, Dinner and a Show with Carl and Richard. Oh, you can't beat that. And the code is DNR, right? That's the... Right. right. That's the promotional code. It's the DNR code. All right. Well, in one last question, uh, are you going to give away any software? (laughs) <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there'll be some software giveaways at the launch. Can't tell you exactly what that's going to look like, but I can mm. tell you that I'm sure there'll be some software. Yeah, we'll, we'll make sure that everybody leaves leaves with something. Okay. Something good. How's that? That that's sufficient. Well, we've got a pile of swag for the road trip too. Anybody going out to road trip events is going to be going home with a pile of stuff. Yes. Indeed. All right, guys. Thanks very much. We'll let you get back to work. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks, guys. we got to get back to planning this launch. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll see you in April. We'll see you soon. All right. See you guys. Thanks, guys. And we'll see Bye. you, dear listener, next time on Dot .NET Rocks is recorded and produced by Pwop Productions, providing professional audio, audio mastering, video, post-production, and podcasting services. Online at www.pwop.com. .NET Rocks is a production of Franklin's Net, training developers to work smarter and offering custom on-site classes in Microsoft development technology with expert developers. Online at www.franklins.net. For more .NET Rocks episodes and to subscribe to the podcast feeds, go to our website at www.dotnetrocks.com. Got a transmitter band by the FCC.